Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, good to have you here. Nice to be here with you, Gina. And Matt and I are actually on site at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, where we're here to continue what's become a Lenten tradition at CatholicPhilly.com. We've asked some of the St. Charles seminarians to take us on a journey through Lent by sharing their reflections on the Sunday Gospels of this season. And after an incredibly challenging year marked by pandemic, a reckoning with racism and social unrest, The scriptures have taken on an even deeper meaning, and one we're hoping our seminarians will help us to better understand and to apply to our own lives. And our first guest in this series is Anthony Albanese. Anthony, welcome. Oh, thank you for having me here. It's so great to be here. Great to have you. Now, first, we have to clarify the pronunciation of your name because, full disclosure, I had to record that a couple of times (laughs) because part of me that loves to speak Italian wants to say Albanese. Albanese would be the Italian pronunciation but it's been Americanized to rhyme with mayonnaise, as in Albanese. Good way of remembering that. (laughs) Anthony, before we get started, tell us a little bit about where you're from and what year you're in here at the seminary. Sure. So I was actually born right across the street at Lankanaw Hospital, and one of the the priests here said, I can see you haven't made it far in life. Oh, that's (laughs) awful. (laughs) You can count on your priest friends, Right, right, right. right. That's awful. So originally from Overbrook, West Philadelphia, and then later moved to Ridley, Delaware County. Currently, I'm in second theology, studying for the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, in my fifth year of seminary. So you're going to be a good scriptural resource today, I can tell. (laughs) All right, first, let's find out what is the gospel for the first Sunday of Lent, Matt? The gospel for the first Sunday of Lent is from the gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 12 to 15, and it's actually the briefest of the gospels in Lent. We hear uh, how the Spirit drives Jesus or compels him into the desert, and the desert is a place of danger where there are wild beasts and temptations by Satan. Afterward, we learn that Jesus comes to proclaim the gospel of God and tells us that this is the time of fulfillment, the kingdom of God is at hand, and we're called to repent and believe in the gospel. So, Anthony, uh, with that gospel in mind, what's the main idea that strikes you from that? I think the main idea really is that the kingdom of God is at hand. And the kingdom of God is Jesus Christ. And he's already here. In Catholicism, we ascribe to a, a theology of already but not yet. And he's already among us. He's already been with us. He's, he was born of the Virgin Mary, as we read in Scripture. And he's ultimately going to be coming back again one day in the second coming. So the fact that he's with us impels us or compels us to do what? To repent and believe in the gospel. Even amidst all the temptations and all the the sins that are among us, you said, Gina, of course, the pandemic, the unrest and the racism and so forth, all this in our world is no match for Jesus because he has already conquered sin and death and all among us. Now, what would you say to people who said, 
well, I'm more focused on the not yet of the kingdom. It's not here yet, and I'm not happy about that. I've been forced into this desert through the pandemic and through all of the social unrest and the racial reckoning. What would you say to them? Jesus wants us to believe in the already but not yet in the both and. We believe in them both and in Catholicism, that it's both already and not yet together. So you can't subscribe to just one or the other. Catholicism is meant to be subscribed to the whole faith. It's a package deal. It's a package deal, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jesus doesn't just find himself in desert and in the hard times. He doesn't just end up there with a wrong turn. He's led by the Spirit into this desolate, hard place. What can you say about that? You know, we often find ourselves led into various things. Uh, how is it that our Lord is led by the Spirit into a pretty tough situation? Well, that's really, I think, a manifestation of the Holy Trinity. So the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Of course, Jesus is the second person. Mm -hmm. And the first person, of course, is God the Father. The third person is the Holy Spirit. So they all share the same divine nature. Their divinity is all one, three persons in one God. So the Spirit is working with Jesus to move him into the desert. But Jesus has the Holy Spirit within him, and the Holy Spirit is within Jesus, and God the Father is within the other two as well. I guess that's a commentary on the human condition. You're going to go through these desert periods in your life with uh, threats and danger around, right? And yet the angels minister to you. Mm. And I've always found that a fascinating part of this gospel, and angels ministered to him. What do you think that some of the angels in our lives that we should be looking to for ministry might be? The angels certainly could be our guardian angels, first and foremost. Our guardian angels are so very important to us. We each have one. And we need to pray to that guardian angel to help us. And then there's people in our lives that also help us too. And of course, we have to remember that people are not angels, but they can serve to help us and to support us in different ways in our ministry and what God is calling us to. Also, Jesus says that this is the time of fulfillment. But we know that we're only in the beginning of this Lenten journey. And the end of that journey is going to be at the crucifixion. So how can this be the time of fulfillment? Again, because that idea of the kingdom of God is at hand. What is that image of at hand, that Jesus is already here among us and with us, and he wants to be with us, and he wants us to be those disciples who are with him all during his ministry, and he wants us to really follow him and to be with him in the desert during all of our temptations. If we have him there, there's no need for concern, and we see that in other parts of the gospel when he's asleep in the stern, and master, do you not care that we're drowning? But right. he's there. Where is your faith? You know? Exactly. And, and that faith is a gift from God that he gives us at baptism to be nourished like a muscle and to be strengthened and pumped up as we go through life. And ministered by the angels, of course, is a way to, to strengthen that faith. And there is no strengthening without that desert. You know, I think we've That's all right. expected that we were going to be comfortable Christians and that if we said our prayers and went to Mass and did a few good works, everything was going to work out fine and there wouldn't be testing. And this year has completely upended that. And really, the foundation of all that, Gina, is this cross. The cross is really where the whole church is founded upon. And we have these, these difficulties right now with the pandemic. We have these difficulties with the racism and the unrest. And these are all of our crosses right now that we have to bear. But we don't have to bear them alone. Jesus, the angels, the saints, Mary, they're all there to help us and to guide us bearing those crosses. Well said. And we are in that already, not yet. Both and. That's right. Both and. Both and. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. Absolutely a pleasure. And we wish you well in your Lenten journey. Thank you for sharing with our listeners these thank insights. You. Amen. Thank you so much. Come back soon. God bless. God bless. Sir. I do have one final question. What are you giving up for Lent? <laughs> 
I'm going to give up lunch on Tuesdays and Fridays. Amen. Yeah, All right. Good idea. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. This podcast has been a production of catholicphilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at catholicphilly.com.